0: recording. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> um,
1: I'm good. I'm eating my dinner.
0: Love that for you. I ate before this too.
1: Thanks. I wish I could pick when I get to eat but I still live with my parents so when my mom makes dinner and she says it's time to eat it's it's time to eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I understand that struggle too well.
1: Mhm. So now I'm just munching on some french fries oh boy. because I'm a literal toddler.
0: There's nothing wrong with French fries. They're probably like my favorite food.
1: Honestly, my two food groups are wine and French fries. So, <laughs> mood. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been pretty busy
0: actually over at my work this week. Really? Yes. Crazy busy.
1: That's fun. Not really, so no but one ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm redoing my parents' basement for them, so I'm back on my property sister-ship. Yes! I love that. Everyone's favorite Francesca, the property sister. It's true.
0: It is my favorite. Hence why I dressed up as a property brother for Halloween, so.
1: Yeah, it was really. I really appreciated the effort. You're welcome, you're welcome. Yeah, so I'm repainting the paneled walls of our basement Oof. from this grotesque pink to, like, this really nice shade of, like, blue-gray.
0: I love a blue-gray, honestly.
1: Yeah, but it's very blue. I don't know how I feel about it. But it's not my basement. Well, it's my basement. But it's not my basement, so (laughs) not my choice. So tell me, was the pink their choice? Or? Yes, it was my mother's choice because she's like, we did it when you were a little girl. I was like, Mom, you did this when I was in high school. (gasps) I distinctly remember this. Oh, my gosh. Gabrielle, well, my sister Gabrielle was old enough to help you paint. Like, I was starting out strong this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, um, I'm Francesca.
0: <laughs> I'm Alicia. And, and this is Bookaholic Bookaholic Anonymous. Anonymous.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we should start doing that, like, same time. I love Figure it. Figure out how to I do love
0: that. It. New year, new us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? What are we, What's going on over
1: there? I'm... You saw the size of the bottle that I sent you. I, I did. I'm a little concerned. Um, that was, like, the only bottle available to me that my parents owned, That so I didn't have to buy one. Mood. So that's another perk of living at home. I don't have to buy my own alcohol. But I'm drinking <laughs> Anthony's Hill Merlot from Fetzer Vineyards. Mm. hmm
0: I am drinking a Yellowtail Rosé because that's what they Ooh. had at the store when I was there earlier. Ooh. So. Love that for you. Yeah. I've drank a couple of glasses already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, girl. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Speaking of, I need a refill. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. I promise it's not the end of the podcast. Don't click off. It's just <laughs> me pouring my wine. I I wanted a white,
0: but they didn't have any white at the store, so I'm like, rose. Mm. I guess it's just gonna have to do. Yeah, for me. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is I stumbled upon this. I think on Twitter. But did you hear that Wattpad might be selling? To who? I don't know. They they haven't had a buyer interested yet, but they're looking at at selling. <laughs> Lol. Okay. <laughs> there goes my dreams. Sell it to Anna Todd. <laughs> Mood, or the girl from uh, the kissing booth that out mm-hmm. there.
1: I don't know who that is. So. And Todd was the first person that came to mind. Oof. Or EL James, but she didn't post it on Wattpad, did she?
0: No, I don't think so. I think it was on... Uh, actually, I think it was on
1: fanfiction.net. Wow. I know. An OG. Yeah, yeah. I don't foresee it selling for a lot. <laughs> Most. Most people use AO3 now, right? Or whatever mm-hmm. it's called? Yeah, yeah, so, AO3. I mean, Twitter has... Uh, not Twitter. TikTok has definitely... Given WAP had a resurgence. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Because I don't no know fits, either. But it was trash when I was on there in like seventh grade. Oh shit! She's spilling some. Which bath. was over ten years ago now. So I can't imagine it got any better.
1: <laughs> well, so yeah, my bookmarks. For Christmas, my mom got me thirty-six bookmarks. Oh my gosh! It's like a pack. Holy shit! Of bookmarks for the ultimate Ruth Bader Ginsburg fan. <gasps>
0: <gasps> oh here. my gosh! I love I, them. If
1: you don't, if you don't follow me on Twitter, I can get very political with my opinions. And I love RBG. She's an icon. She is uh, the original feminist. A real queen. Uh, the United States queen. Let's be real. If we had to give it to anybody, it would be her. Fun fact,
0: I was on a date when she passed away. Really? Yep. I don't even remember where I was when she passed away. I remember where I was when Kobe Bryant died. Same, because my mom texted me that he died and she spelt his name wrong, so I had no clue who she was (laughs) talking about. 2020 was just rough on us all, let me tell you. Yeah, no, that's when 2020 really took a nosedive. It really did, but yeah... I mean, nice bookmarks. Do they say, like, quotes on them and
1: stuff? Yeah, they all have... There's 12 designs, three of each. So there's one that says, reacting in anger or annoyance will not advance one's ability to persuade. Uh, I would like to be remembered as someone who used whatever talent she had to do her work to the very best of her ability... Fight for the things that you care about, but do not do it in any... I can't... It's, like, covered, so I can't really see it. Got it, got it. But, yeah. She's she's a queen. We love RPG. That movie with her and uh, with uh, Felicity Jones playing her... I haven't seen it. So good. I was crying at the end. Granted, it was playing... Her husband was played by Army Hammer, which
0: oof rest in peace yeah that's a
1: that's a big oof right now that's rest a hot in take.
0: peace army hammer he is no yeah. longer he's not dead but he's he's going to be soon
1: oh my god it's <laughs> like his career my sister and i were talking about it last night and she just goes her husband is sitting next to her and she goes that's so disappointing what's happening with him cuz he's so hot <laughs> that's me honestly and i was like yeah that's fair it's fair he is that was An interesting start to my week because that's what I read going into work on Monday was... Oh, love that for you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh "Oh, It's going to be a week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So do you want to get started? Do
0: you want... Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to talk about. No other book news other than the Caden Chronicles got picked up by Netflix, which is exciting. But...
1: Ooh. That's it. I'm ready. Yeah. I just read... The script today for The Gray Man, which Netflix is adapting because it was originally mm-hmm. based on a book. Mm-hmm. And we all know my boyfriend, Chris Evans, is going to be in it. Oh, so, I did not know that. Yes, he's going to be in it with Brian Gosling. Looking forward to seeing is... you on the
0: red carpet.
1: Oh my God, thanks. Um, <laughs> I have to call my agent to set up, like, fittings and everything. Yeah, of course, but as you do. It's... <laughs> It's hard out here for a fake girlfriend. Listen for <laughs> all the shit that lives in my head. It's hard out here to keep it all straight. But I just found the script online because it's based on a book, uh-huh. and I found the script online and I just read it before we started recording. Literally like an hour ago. Like I was reading it, Solid. and his character isn't in the script. So my guess is that they change like they change the name of one of the characters. Got it. To fit him in I don't know but it was very actiony which you're probably gonna see a lot of Ryan Gosling just kicking ass and taking names solid which we love to see I yeah I'm not gonna complain yeah um so we'll see how that goes it's Netflix's biggest budget for a movie ever so it should be very interesting they start production on the February 1st I love all things movies so you will always hear me talking about movies just for reference
0: I don't know if you saw, but the the um, trailer for to all the boys I Love before. 3 yes, I saw it dropped. I legitimately teared up because I love that series so much, <laughs> and I'm so excited. I love Lana Condor and Jenny Han. I just think they're so great. Noah Centineo, or however you say his name, he's okay to look at, but I'm really just in it for for Lana and and Jenny. Yeah.
1: But let's get started because I feel like you have a lot to say.
0: So the book I chose this week was One to Watch.
1: Wait, shut up. My friend Kirsten told me to read that. Yes. So great. This is great. Perfect. Perfect. So it's like you're going to read it. Yes. <laughs> and it's by it's by
0: Kate in London. So okay. I figured I would start off with like a brief synopsis for anyone who may want to read it and doesn't want to get spoiled. So, you know, Mm. you can get a warning kind of ahead of time and then be like, oh, wait, I don't want to get spoiled yet. Come back and listen to the the episode. So basically the the premise of the book is there's a plus-size fashion blogger who gets put on this reality show that's very similar to The Bachelor. It's basically The Bachelor, but obviously they can't use that name due to copyright reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's all about her journey on the show and there are many twists and turns and it's interesting because it's a it's like a multimedia format so you see tweets uh you see a grocery receipt once you see like slack messages emails and then you also see like behind the scenes kind of stuff so it's very interesting lots of tea (laughs) (laughs) so we're starting off here. We open up with our main character, whose name is B. Shoemaker, who is thirty and, like I said, a beauty blogger slash online personality kind of thirty,
1: like, flirty, and thriving. Exactly.
0: And she is kind of like a kind of like an influencer, like a plus size influencer. Who? So mm-hmm. I'm like picturing like Iskra Lawrence, if you know who that is. Yes, I do. I love her. She's great. She's amazing. Um, she she is just. Everything that I wish the the modeling industry was, yeah. But her Ashley Graham, yes, amazing. Love her exactly. So she's kind of kind of like her, but she's more like an influencer and not a model. Yeah. And she has this guy friend named Ray, who she's been crushing on forever. Like they went to to college together, and she's just been really into him, but just it's not happened. He kissed her once when they were both studying abroad in France, but then he promptly ran out on her and they never talked about it.
1: Why? I'm getting flashbacks to my own college experience.
0: (laughs) Mood. So already right off the bat, this is not good. (laughs) So a couple years have passed. Ray is now engaged to another woman. But has de- but has decided to come and see B since it's been so long since they've seen each other,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're still they still talk and, and stuff and are, are friends. So he's coming to see her and, and she's super excited because she misses him. Obviously, they've not seen each other in years. So he comes and stays with her. But and while visiting, they go out to a party together where Ray flirts with everyone with legs, men, mm-hmm. women, gender non-conforming. Love does that not for matter. him.
1: I mean, I don't, because that's, like, cheating on his fiancée, but, like... Right. We love no preference. The bar is
0: so low. We love a pansexual up in here. (laughs) they, They never actually, like, labels himself as that, but, like...
1: We like the wine, not the label. Exactly. TM, TM, TM
0: to Schitt's Creek. Yeah, since I just finished. So, obviously, B's not too happy, since she has a crush on him, and he's, like, engaged. So B no, he's engaged. Yeah, he's engaged. Okay. So eventually as the night progresses, B and Ray end up banging.
1: <laughs> Love that for my queen.
0: Yeah. It's like 20 pages into the book and it already we're hit with that oh. and I was like, okay. Is it like
1: hard like you read everything. Like, no, is it like it's a Tumblr like,
0: fan fiction like, oh, heavy no. or? It's not that in depth, but I was like just not ready on page 20 to just like yeah. jumping right into this cheating subplot. It's not like you're reading Wallbanger. <laughs> it's... Right, right, right. So, but of course, the day after, Ray leaves before she wakes up and runs back to his fiance like a little punk ass. And then, Stupid bitch. and then he refuses to answer her calls, texts, and emails. Like, sir, you really have, like, confrontation issues or something? And I mean, this is coming from someone who hates confrontation, but, like...
1: Listen, all I can say is Matthew Gray Goobler would never.
0: <laughs> yeah, Francesca's been on a Criminal Minds kick lately, so...
1: Yes, um... If he wants my number, he can DM me. I know he likes his younger girls. It's okay. It is 516.
0: No, i kidding. Yo, listen.
1: <laughs> Don't give away my uh, county there.
0: <laughs> that was just a guess. Even though it's not my county, but whatever. So B is gutted, obviously, because she spent years crushing on him. So she mopes about for a while, as you do. Um. Until her best friend Marin convinces her to get back on the horse, and start dating again. So B decides to try to move on, but it proves hard for her as a plus size woman.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: as we mo- because we know. men
1: ain't shit, except Matthew Gray Goobler.
0: <laughs> so she gets a lot of men who. She's on, like, apps, obviously, and she gets a lot of men who, like, fetishize her and others who are just straight-up belligerent, and are like, why aren't you posting any full-body pictures? Like, I want bikini pictures. You know, men ain't shit.
1: Yeah. So, she
0: does end up going on a date with one guy, but there's really nothing there. Like, there's nothing wrong yeah. with him. He's not, like, an asshole or anything. It's just like, mm, I'm not feeling it. So, she ends up writing this really great blog post about going on dates as a plus-size woman and how hard it is. She talks about having to squeeze in between people and inevitably bumping into them and how even though her date did nothing wrong, inherently being surrounded by thin people because she's in LA, like that really heightens it, I feel like, makes her self-conscious, which I thought was just like super apt. Like
1: Yes, very relatable, very... Much an issue right. that we all deal with,
0: and I every time I feel like I do this, I forgot to add a um, trigger warning at the top of this. Of course, you did. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really gonna get into it. I'm not gonna like say the specifics, but if you want to read this book yourself, there is a lot of fat phobia, obviously, since the main character is a fat woman, and people ate shit. Yes, and there are like rape comments.
1: Oh, God.
0: That are kind of triggering. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, some of the stuff that is said is a little too real. Not
1: Yeah, not I don't like that. Um...
0: So keep that in mind if you yourself want to read this book. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say those comments just because I don't feel like they add much to the discussion other than me telling you they're in there. <laughs> so... A couple weeks later, B and Marin meet up to watch Main Squeeze, which is basically The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, and
0: they're cracking some fucking great jokes on Twitter that remind me of you, Francesca. Let me oh just my God, stop to tell read me more. You a couple here
1: from Please. the book.
0: There were so many, I c- I couldn't just write them down. So uh, the first one is: um, Is it just me, or do the people on this show keep getting more boring? Jaden is the whitiest white man in history and every one of these girls is basically performance art of straight femininity
1: oh my god and we love the intellectual thought that's like behind it this one
0: really reminded me of you this is where i texted you and i was like i feel like you're both the main character and the best friend you did text me that
1: but let's be very clear i'm always the main character
0: (laughs) so um it says, and obviously, they could never be above a size four. Jaden's poor, sad penis would break beneath the crushing weight of an average-sized woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my god! Honestly, true. True. That's how I feel like most men look at plus-size girls, is I feel like they think we're going to crush them. And I promise you, honey, I won't. Unless that's, like, your thing. Then no king shaming, but, like, <laughs> still.
0: Mood. But, yeah, those, those tweets, there were some more, but those were the main ones that I was, like, those are great. So, of course, and they just, like, rag, rag, just rag on it. Like, it's awesome. I love it. Hmm. And so, of course, this becomes viral on social media, making headlines in a variety of clickbait articles, positive and negative, of course. And... This eventually gains so much traction that B gets approached by the main executive, Lauren, of Main Squeeze. And she asks B to be on the show. Which, right away, I'm like, this is suspect. I do not trust this woman. Yeah. (laughs) B is pretty unsure about it, which, rightfully so. So, she's super hesitant and Lauren asks her... Why
1: she wouldn't do this, which I say Um, there are about a thousand reasons not to do this. (laughs) One of them being my mother told me she'd disown me if I went on reality TV. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it in a heartbeat. Are you kidding? No shame. Mm. I would do Big Brother so fast and I would either win or be kicked out the first week. I love that for you. I support it. Thank you. Someone should.
0: (laughs) So, eventually, Lauren convinces her that she and the show will, will protect her, and that this will help her career, and who knows, maybe she'll fall in love. I wrote <clears> eye <throat> roll emoji. <laughs> okay. So, sure. so it's settled, and in a few months' time, she's off to shoot the show. When it's announced, of course, it's very polarizing, with both sides writing think pieces. Some about Ugh. how she's unhealthy and others about how she's setting back feminism 50 years, quote unquote. Which in my head, I'm like, wow, it feels like I'm back in 2016 when I heard this shit about Taylor Swift, by the way.
1: Yeah, I got that. How are you setting feminism back by being fat? I'd just like to know. What, I think, what about my body being oversized? I think what their back?
0: angle is is because she's going on the show. Mm. After she, like, criticized it for, like, you know, being a piece of trash.
1: Yeah. Um, Keep your opinions to yourself. (laughs) Just listen to mine.
0: So, she also gets some nice responses from celebrities such as Ellen, uh, Jamila Jamil,
1: and,
0: wait for it, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yep! Who says, and I quote in the book... Wait, that B girl is single? Don't go on the show, B.
1: Call me. Do you know how fast I would break that contract? I know. I, I don't know care if that. I'm paying, if I'm going into debt. <laughs> Where's the number? Where do I sign up?
0: <laughs> and this leads to really funny banter between Marin and B, where Marin tells her she has to call Chris. Let me just read it to you here.
1: Uh, she has to.
0: So, she says, Maren says, you have to call Chris Evans. He has the best ass in America, like, canonically. <laughs> and then yeah. B says, you're ridiculous. How would I even get his number? So, then she says, slide into his DMs, then burrow into his heart. It's like you're not even a millennial. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Maybe I am the best friend. Yeah. I have the best friend personality, but the main character life problems. <laughs>
0: See, that's why I was like, wow, you're simultaneously the main character and the best friend. You're really <laughs> winning in this book, honestly.
1: Am I, though? She didn't get Christopher Evans' phone Am I winning? So they talk about
0: how society doesn't... Sorry, wait. Okay. In the book, they talk about how society doesn't need to divide men according to their body size, which made me pause and go, wait a minute. Yeah, what the fuck? Dad bods.
1: Dad Except bods, for-
0: though. But they're not like, oh, plus size men. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because med- specifically middle-aged white men seem to think that they rule the world. And it's, you, let's burn the patriarchy. You burn got a point. She's got a point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: I was just like, wait a minute, you're right.
1: So They do be thinking like that. They
0: do. So, of course, once B is featured on the cover of People, Ray tries to get in touch with her. But unfortunately for him, B is not allowed to have her phone for the entirety of the shoot, which is like tw- 12 weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, good, bye. You are just a piece of trash. We don't like you. Goodbye. No. Good riddance. So
1: now... Very right, green day.
0: <laughs> so now we finally get down to, the- to business and they start shooting. And they shoot, the fir- they shoot the first episode where she meets, like, 25 men vying for affection.
1: Oh, Five okay, th- so she's The Bachelorette. Yes. Okay, I thought she was a contestant on, like, The Bachelor.
0: Oh, no, okay. no, yeah, sorry. I For disclaimer purposes, I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette. <laughs> so I don't know how this works. And there are a couple notes in here that are like, yeah, they said this. I guess that's how it works on The Bachelor Bachelorette. Wouldn't know since I do not watch it. <laughs>
1: But five of them are named Ben, which I found super irritating. Of course they are. But that's how it is on The Bachelorette. I'm going to be a bachelor is you'll get like five Emily's and like three Sydneys and just like the same repetitive name over and over again. It's super annoying. I do not like that. That's annoying. So some of them seem to have a sort of
0: <laughs> negative reaction to seeing B for the first time. Of course they do. Because they are suck. we shocked? No with one of one of them actually leaves right away as soon as they get out of the car they're like yeah i'm gonna go no which i was like uh
1: what well that's also how it works on the bachelor too is that they don't find out who like when you they when you apply to be on the bachelor you don't know who the bachelor is going to be at that point so when it's announced who it's going to be they give you the opportunity to pull out but like you when you apply to be on the bachelor you have no idea who's going to be bachelor which that's is too risky. risky for me that's right. too risky same. for me
0: same so this is really hard for b even though she had somewhat expected it and we later find out that lauren had staged that whole thing ew yeah which like i know they're making tv but that's fucking mean that's yeah just fucking mean especially after b has like repeatedly said like i get death threats I get, you know, like people, uh, what is it called? Doxing me. I can't yeah. have to think of the word. And I get like rape threats all the time. Oh my so, God. like, to do that just seems so shitty. Yeah. But right away, they get through the men. She's drawn to this French chef named Luc. I
1: was going to say, a fat girl and a chef is like the perfect combination. Is that fat phobic? No, because I don't want a fr- I want a, I want a chef boyfriend, and I can say that because I'm overweight. <laughs> According to my doctor. <laughs> Love the body you're in, folks. So
0: yeah, she right away she's drawn to a French na- a French uh, chef named Luke and a farmer named Wyatt.
1: Oh, of course. a farmer farmers named Wyatt.
0: Yeah, he's from I think like Wyoming or something. Yikes. So Wyatt from Wyoming. <laughs> very original. So most of the men are stereotypically good-looking, and there's only one larger man, which makes Bee kind of disappointed because she had said previously that she really wanted, like, a very diverse range um, cast of mm-hmm. men. So that's just great. <laughs> so the next week, B is faced with confronting a group of seven men at a hot tub party on a yacht. And she is less than thrilled because they just spring this on her. And she tries to convince Lauren to switch it to a cocktail party, but has no luck. She makes Lauren promise that they're not going to use her in a swimsuit as a storyline. Because, you know, suddenly a woman who's fat wearing a swimsuit is groundbreaking. Yeah, And she's brave and, you know, all that bullshit. And so Lauren agrees and she goes out there. So, since she wasn't super impressed with a lot of the guys there, other than Luke and, and Wyatt, she tells Lauren she can, p- she can pick who, who joins her at this stupid fucking party. <laughs> so, the guys that are there are Ben K., Marco, Nash, Cooper, Jefferson, Asher, and Kumal. I promise you're not going to have to remember all those names, <laughs> but I just wanted to list them. You'll probably only have to remember two of those names. Okay. You're not going to tell us which one? No, of course not. (laughs) So, right away, Nash and Cooper are being dickbags and... Okay,
1: well, their names are Nash and Cooper. I'm not surprised. Right, and they're blatantly like,
0: making fun of B and, like, miming just gross gestures and being overall horrible human beings. I hate men. Yeah, so that's just great. Um, This episode, she also has to kiss someone because apparently that always happens on week 2. Our bachelor bachelorette listeners, please confirm or deny. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't I know. I have that. no clue.
0: I don't watch these shows, so so she had talked to Lauren previously and she had picked Marco to be her her like first kiss on the show mm-hmm. who he works in like politics or something. I think he works on like com- campaigns or image or something like that. Yeah. So she goes over and joins him in the hot tub. And right away, I am just getting bad vibes from this guy. First of all, he works in politics. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, which turns out, you know, honestly, to be right. Because he been saying things to be like, I've been dreaming of this. And I've wondered what it would be like to be with someone like you. And then he says, get this. Oh. God be, you're so big. I bet I could just disappear into you. No, he didn't. I'm
1: dead ass serious. Yeah, I'm the fucking Michelin Man. I'm gonna absorb <laughs> you. What? Yeah, barf. Just like, sir, you're on national God. television. I hope if he if he was a real person, that would be like trending on Twitter.
0: It would be. So she gets the fuck out of there and tells him she's not interested. Um, Only to later be cornered by Kumal, who begins telling her how one of his clients had shown him a picture of her, because he's a, like, trainer, a Mm -hmm. personal trainer, had shown him a picture of her to show them, show him their before body, because they didn't have any pictures of (laughs) themselves. What? Yes. That. Yes. And then... (laughs) He No, it gets worse. He then proceeds to tell her he could really help her.
1: I hate men. I've had a guy do that to me before on a dating app. Like so shitty. Yeah, I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. Like, I could help you work out. And like, because I was like, yeah, I'm really good with like, like, I am the type of person that meant like mentally I have to be good with myself before I can physically do anything and I'm at a place mentally where like I'm happy with like who I am mm-hmm. and like yeah I could lose a few pounds but like who couldn't right literally like so I, I'm just at a place where I'm like yeah no I'm I'm co- I'm coming to terms with being comfortable in my own skin and he's just like yeah like if you ever want work workout buddy if you ever need a personal trainer I'm like I don't want that I'm not on a dating app to find a personal trainer but thanks next yeah, yikes! That's what I mean. Like some of the stuff they
0: talk about in in this book are like kind of triggering because they're just so real. Yeah, like, and I'm not I'm not overweight. I feel like I'm solid like average. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say
1: that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to like say
1: that I am, and then like. Yeah, no, I would say I, like you're like the the you're you're not like overtly skinny where I'm like kind of worried about you, Right. but you're not like.
0: Obese. Right. I'm not like you wouldn't I don't have like that like fat shaming. Like yeah. people don't do that to me. So like but even stuff in this in this book, like I've I think like every girl has probably like yeah. dealt with. Like you walk into a room and everyone else is skinnier than you and you're like yep. fuck.
1: And you're just very self conscious all the time. Yeah. Right. That's called being a girl. Right. And it's because of men.
0: Right. So B quickly shuts him down and gives him the facts and dismisses him from the show.
1: Yes. Goodbye.
0: But the drama is not over. Of course, this is the main squeeze. We have drama on drama. So after this exchange, Asher comes up to her and tries to suss her out because at this point, it's clear that B isn't really trying to find love on the show.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So... They bicker about what her motives are, and B ends up telling him that maybe if he had gone through the day she has, she's just had, he'd be a little standoffish too. And then she just leaves. <laughs> Mood. An icon.
1: Get out of so, my face.
0: Literally. So like so thoroughly upset, B goes back to her room, but soon hears a knock on her door and finds Luke standing there with a camera crew, telling her he's going to show her how to make a dessert. Happy to Love see- that. Yeah, right. And she was like instantly like attracted to this man. Like Wyatt, she just like h- hit it off. Like their personalities like kind of clicked. Mm-hmm. But Luke, she instantly like was like, wow, I'm re- this guy is really hot. Like I'm really attracted to him. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, so. She- <laughs> That's how I feel about Chris Evans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, rightfully so, honestly. So happy to see Luke after her shitty day. She quickly finds out that he's only there because Lauren had spoken to him. Ugh. Which obviously she's like, ah. Oh. regardless, Luke is still super fucking hot, so they yeah. end up they end the day with a kiss.
1: Ooh, perfect. So Love that for her. I
0: know. So like she's disappointed, but at least she got to make out with a hot chef. So yeah, you win so, some, you lose some. <laughs> this was a win in my book. Exactly. So the next week Lauren approaches her and tells her she needs to shape up because she is simply not selling it, which is, like, a mood. Honestly, if I were in B's shoes, that's, like, that would be me. <laughs> so, when Lauren tells her she's, that, like, B is living a fantasy, B argues that it's not her fantasy simply because, like, because all these men are hot doesn't mean, like, she's just living it up because they're, they're she feels like they're all objectifying her. Mm-hmm. So... I thought that was just, like,
1: pretty ass. Yes. She's
0: like, just because this is your fantasy doesn't mean it's my fantasy, like.
1: Exactly. It just
0: shows how much of the, like, difference it, there is between, like, people who are, like, normal size or, like, skin- on the skinnier end
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, like, what fat women have to deal with because, it's mm-hmm. like, there are so much extra, like, thoughts that you have mm-hmm. you have to deal with that.
1: Yeah, like. She may not fantasize being surrounded by 25 beautiful men that are kind of empty headed the same way I don't. Well, no, I do fantasize. Um, Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud, but listen, I wouldn't say no to like Matthew Gray Googler coming up to me and saying, let's make a pastry. And I'd be like, yes, tell me the entire history of the world. But that's also me projecting my Spencer Reed wish fulfillment onto him, which isn't oh my fair. Gosh. He deserves better. Um, he is an icon. I'm not kidding. Hit me up. I'll give you my phone number. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, boy. They eventually come to the agreement that B is going to try harder
0: to look like she's falling in love. And lucky for her, Maren fl- has been flown in this week to choose who her one-on-one dates are going to be. Perfect. Right. So she chooses tw- 24-year-old... Sam and Asher, who she promises B, like, really like her and are here for the right reasons. Isn't Asher, like, a douchebag? Asher was the one who, like, confronted her and was like, hey, like, I don't think you're here for, like, the right reasons. Like, Ugh, what do you... Get out of yeah, my face. that guy. So, uh, Sam and B go to Disneyland and have a really great time. Sam is super sweet. Like he he did teach for America. Coaches girls basketball. What's the catch? There is no catch. This man is just perfect. This man is a catch. You missed I... your opportunity. Seriously, Sam, if you're listening, I know you're fictional, but like <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> except for him, for he like except for he's from New Jersey, that might Oof. be a break. It Listen, we a... all have
1: our faults. <laughs> That's his... That's the catch. He's that's from New the Jersey. Catch. He's from
0: New Jersey. No offense to our New Jersey listeners. I just have not had very good luck with New Jersey Yeah, men. we
1: have permission from my friend Brittany, <laughs> who's from New Jersey, to make jokes about New Jersey because she also makes jokes about being from New Jersey. <laughs> so um, thank it's you, mostly, Brittany, for our permission.
0: Yeah. It's mostly, I feel like, just New Jersey men.
1: Yes. Let's the, put it
0: that way. So this guy is great. It ends on a high note. You know, they don't kiss because B tells him that she's like... Not there yet. And he is respectful of those wishes, which we love. So Asher and B, on the other hand, go to the LACMA, which is like an art museum in California, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Uh, I'm picturing it like the Met, but
1: maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. <laughs> I think a little bit more modern.
0: The, the MoMA,
1: maybe? Yeah. Or like the Guggenheim, like just Ooh, like I- the modernity, modern entity, modern entity. Of the building.
0: <laughs> Jesus I've never been Christ. To either of those. Shut so. the fuck
1: up. You've never been to the Guggenheim? No.
0: Okay, we're gonna go next time it opens. Alright, alright. And right. we're allowed to. That's cool with me. I go to the Met like five times a year. So right away, Asher starts off on the right foot in my opinion, because he apologizes to B, but uses an expletive every other word, so they can't use it for the show. So then she knows he's being genuine. Asher is a professor, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that, but... You did he's not. He's like a professor of history. So we, we love a cultured, smart king. <laughs> so they have a lovely time talking about the different pieces, and B tells them she's worried that she'll come away from this experience alone, and everyone who's against her will be proved right. They end the, the night slow dancing at the museum... Because I think it's part of like a, a one of the pieces displays, mm-hmm. which is super fucking cute. In I my love opinion. that,
1: Chris. But- write that down. I want that as one of our dates. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Asher pulls away when it seems like they're going to kiss. So that ew, I know, gross. And, I don't want her to kiss him anyway. And of course, Bea B takes this as like you know he doesn't want to kiss her because he's like disgusted by her because you know she's got all these like, self-esteem issues and and whatnot that comes with being a fat woman in society. Yes. We love fat phobia that's just ingrained into us. The next week is Hometown Week, so they all fly back to Ohio where B's from. I think there are, like, 10 guys left in the competition, so, like, we've said goodbye to 15 of them, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how this works. I hope everyone knows.
1: You, um, I think they like, so like in The Bachelor, she'll hand out roses, and yeah. I think every week she'll like get, get rid of at least, I think like five. She'll okay. like, yeah. That makes sense. Like something like that. And then down to like the last like 10, she'll just get rid of like one a week.
0: Right. Something so like that. this, in this like universe, they don't have a rose ceremony, they have a kiss off ceremony where she kisses them on the cheek. Oh. Yeah, and it's tied into, like, a sponsorship, and, yeah.
1: Ugh. I mean, that's fair, but... What
0: can you do? You have to work with what you get. So, still reeling from Asher's sudden pullback, and battling with the feeling of not knowing who's being honest about being here, and who's here for just celebrity, she Yeah. heads off on a date with Wyatt. And the date is to a prom that production has put together. Shut up. I'm not kidding.
1: That is so cute. Matthew Gray Gubler. let's fake my prom. <laughs> I, I like didn't you, have a date for my prom, so let's I feel do I'm like reading you a
0: fan fiction that's just like basically yourself inserting yourself and Matthew Gray Googler into Yeah, Yeah,
1: Matthew <laughs> Gray Gubler and Chris Evans are my Wyatt and Luke.
0: <laughs> How do I choose? I don't know. They're both so different. I don't know. We're going to have to get to the end of the story and you're just going to have to choose one.
1: Yeah, okay, so... Before we get to the end of the story, I'm going to assign one to each. I'm going to say Matthew Gray Goobler is Luke because I feel like he's very exotic. Okay. And like he's kind of out there like, okay. And I feel Uh like Chris Evans is more of like the farm boy, you know, like at home, love him, wants the 10 kids and the six dogs. So let's find out which one I end up with. Okay. Continue.
0: Okay. Okay. I got you. So, the date is to a prom that production has put together. While there, we find out that Wyatt is a virgin, which gives me major flashbacks to the time that they had a virgin bachelor.
1: Yes, I don't know which one that was, but I
0: remember because they fucking marketed the fuck out of that shit. We also find out about B's first kiss, which is traumatic, and I really feel horrible for this woman. She talks oh, same. I'll tell my story after, but go okay, ahead. Okay, cool. Perfect. So she talks about the, her first kiss was when she was a freshman in high school and it was with her brother's friend who she had a huge crush on. And they were at a bonfire and he like leads her away from like the group and kisses her. Then he like asked, yeah, he asks her to go for a walk and she goes obviously because she really likes him. He took her like a little ways into the woods away from everyone else and she thought like maybe they would just talk.
1: <laughs> it's just like so
0: naive, like freshman kind of stuff. Yeah, like, super relatable. And suddenly he was just on her, kissing her, shoving her his like hands under her dress. Oh, um, and he was like really rough with her, and she just like didn't want it, and she was super afraid and, and confused because she'd been imagining to being with him for so long, and and this hadn't lived up to the reality that it was yeah. Um And after a couple of minutes, she started crying and and told him to get off of her and and he did Locked good. In. he listens right. but after she told him to get like off of her, he like went back to the party and basically like told her he was only kissing her because his brother like her brothers asked him to, and that what? no one else would want her, and I that she should men. be grateful.
1: Oh, okay. Now I kind of like as horrible as it sounds, it makes me feel better about my first experience. Yeah, I was drunk in a bar. Love that for you. Yeah, underage. I had was a fake this at ID. Oswego? Yeah, it was at Alley Cat. I'll yeah, cut that out. Um, no, I well, mean you can leave it. In. I don't. Give it I was going to say we've talked about Oswego before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at Alley Cat. I was super underage. <laughs> like I was like nineteen. For
0: a baby. um
1: I was a baby. And he was like shorter than me too. I distinctly Oof. remember that. And he just we were he was dancing behind me, and my friends were like, "Oh my god!" Because you know we were freshmen in college. Mm-hmm. And then he turned me around, and I had to, I distinctly remember having to lean down to do that. And then I was just like, "Um, time out, Turn around. Walk away. Don't remember what he <laughs> looks like. Don't remember his name." It was an experience. Yeah, I love that for you.
0: Similarly, I had my first kiss. I was 20 uh, with this guy that I met off a dating app. And similarly, he was very handsy. (gasps) (laughs) And it did not. The relationship did not last long. Probably three weeks.
1: Men ain't shit.
0: So the next day is a cookout at her home while she's had some meaningful talks with Jefferson and Luke. B is unraveling. She Jefferson is the only other plus size guy by the way. Yeah. If cuz there's so many men I feel like I have to like restate who they are. <laughs> so B is unraveling though. She's so worried about not finding love and the insecurity that she feels in this whole situation that she ends up go going and hiding out in her childhood bedroom. Her parents find her there. Actually her mom and her stepdad because her her dad left her, them. When she was young. Um, they find her there, and she expresses that she feels like they're disappointed in her since she doesn't really... She's never really had a love life, and her, all her brothers have mm-hmm. wives and kids, and, and, you know, she's just single. So they yeah. tell her... Right. I'm like, hmm, mood. They tell her that that's not the case at all, and that finding your partner is about finding the person who chooses to be your family. Yeah. So this revelation leads her to go try to talk things out with Asher because while he's, you know, been like kind of wishy-washy, she really feels like a connection with him.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And she goes and apologizes for not taking this whole situation seriously from the get-go. Then Asher drops a bomb on us. He has a girlfriend. No, he has two kids. And that's that's why he was hesitant to kiss her. On national television i am still confused why he is here like honestly if you have kids why are you i just don't understand why people go on the show in the first place it is so fake uh, it's I so could... demoralizing like i know like i don't know i could go on for hours about this rant about how i don't understand the bachelor like i understand the drama and the entertainment value to it mm-hmm. but it just seems de- like de- like humiliating
1: so i'm gonna be honest though the best season of the Bachelor in- bachelorette and the only season i've ever actually watched was jojo season in mm-hmm. 2016 mm-hmm. because chad was such a villain and it was so great because all of the men like band together and we're like you're a bad person and he's like i know but i'm saying <laughs> oh like, my yes. gosh Oof. so you'll have to watch highlights of that i'll find I will. it and send i'll look it, to it, you. it up after this so
0: yeah that that moral quandary beside, aside, the the next week they jet off to Morocco. Ooh, for some reason, where B they is do set- that
1: every on the Bachelor too.
0: Oh, okay, 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 that yeah. makes sense. So B is where B is set to go on one on one dates with Sam and Luke, and a double date with Asher and Jefferson, which like double dates. The whole thing seems awkward, but yeah, whatever. because
1: on the Bachelorette, when she goes on a double date at the end, she has to give one of them a rose, and whoever doesn't get a rose goes home. Oof. Yeah.
0: Oof. That's not how it works in this.
1: This book, but yes, that's how double dates on Interesting. the Bachelorette work.
0: Okay, so on Sam's date, they get really steamy and go to this spa type place, I think. And he, he's just overall, like, super sweet with her making sure she's okay with being in a bathing suit. And, and at one point, um, it looked like they were going to make B put on an outfit to do some sort of, like, belly dancing.
1: But, oh, hell no.
0: Yeah, but... The no, no, no. <laughs> but he takes her place because he can sense that she's, like, he can sense her unease. Yes! This man is everything. I love him.
1: You know that a woman wrote him because a man would never write another man doing that. Exactly. Just for the record.
0: So, they really feel some, you know, sparks happening and they have a steamy little makeout. Ooh! Session. Ooh. The next day, she goes with Luke to a kitchen where they have a cooking class. Of course they do. Mm. Of course.
1: to the theme.
0: They have an overall pleasant time, but at night after they've parted ways, Luke sneaks back. Back up to B's room without the camera crew and they stay up to talk and drink wine. B oh, confi- Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> B confesses her insecurities to Luke and he reassures her that he thinks she's beautiful. Which I was like, how touching. Sweet. The next day, severely tired from her late-night meetup, um, she still has to go on her date with Jefferson and Asher. So Jefferson and her have a meaningful talk about what kind of lives they want and bond over what their happily ever after may look like. They talk about, like, how they both want dogs, like, Mm -hmm. how they both like dogs and, like, eventually want to have kids and and be married and and stuff like that. Jefferson and Mm -hmm. her share a kiss where she remarks that she doesn't know if she sees a future with him, but she does feel loved in that moment, which I was like, how cute. She goes back To main stage after this, to then go off with Asher. I'm very confused about this show and how stages and and this all works, but (laughs) that's a me problem. (laughs) (laughs) So she meets up with Asher, and he is prickly because Luke had come back and bragged about spending the night with B. Of course, that sounds like an
1: MGG thing. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Oh my gosh. I hate myself. This is what I get for drinking already half a bottle of wine. So, yes, chug it.
0: (laughs) So, Asher tells B that he hates seeing her with other men. To which I'm like, "Uh, did you? Right, I'm like, uh, did you know the premise of this show (laughs) before signing up, sir? (laughs)
1: Like, uh... (laughs) excuse me, sir, that is not correct. Literally, so B assures
0: him that she didn't sleep with Luke, and that she is serious about being with Asher. Cause like again, she's really feeling like she's hit it off with him. Um, more so than you know some of the other men that about are about Wyatt. We we'll get to Wyatt. Don't worry. She still likes Wyatt. She's just is telling Asher that she feels like connected with him. You know.
1: Playing the game. We got it. Exactly. To which he asks her
0: to forgive him for being a jealous ass. Which, as he should. As he should. They then talk about Asher's kids. Gwen, who's 12. And, and she likes animals and leopards, especially, apparently. Mm-hmm. And Linus, think about that name for a second. Um, who's, I think, about like 8 or 9 and is gender fluid.
1: Okay, that good for him. Uh, oh, good for them. Excuse me. Well, good he uses
0: he he uses he him pronouns. That's actually a good point. Like he right okay. now he, he uses he's comfortable with he him pronouns. Okay. But he well good for know.
1: him. Linus is a choice.
0: Yeah, on the parents' part.
1: In the future, if he chooses, you know, as he's gender fluid, maybe he consider changing his name. Yeah, I I would back him to up on lioness. That. We That's love a, that. Yeah, maybe, maybe him. That is a strong and powerful name. Linus. Sounds like a tech IT employee with an attitude problem.
0: <laughs> I just think of the peanuts because there's a, a peanut <coughs> named Linus, you know? Yes. So naturally, Asher is nervous about putting him on national TV for fear of exposing him to all the hate comments. Yes. But be. She has, you know, experience with this, and she tells him that this could actually be a way to show Linus that he stands with him and is proud of him and that he's perfect the mm-hmm. way he is. So, this moment really resonates with Asher, and he asks her if she's ready to jump into a relationship with him with all the extra things that that will entail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: B tells him she doesn't have an answer for him yet, because that's a huge ask, you know? Yeah. Kids are involved. So... He asks her to send him home if she realizes that she has any hesitancy about the relationship at all, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, so obviously, B has some hard choices deciding who to send home this week since she likes them all. Ultimately, she decides to send Jefferson home, and oh boy, does this set off some events. Ooh. The drama of it all. We love it. Jefferson goes on to tell B right. that he was pretending the whole time to like her and that she should hear how the other guys talk about her because none of them actually like her. He calls her desperate, fat, and stupid. And then has the nerve to say, and I quote, You know what's standing between you and a marriage? About 80 pounds. <gasps> yes. Yes. Smack him. Ooh. The audacity of this man.
1: I'm not, I'm red-faced from the wine, but I'm also red-faced because I'm mad.
0: It's shitty. It's fucking horrible.
1: Yes. So. It's shitty. This
0: absol- absolutely guts B because it's like her deepest fear has c- come true. So she bolts into her room. The remaining four men go knock on her door and tell her that Jefferson was being a huge dick and that was he was making shit up. And they all kiss her cheek to symbolize that they are choosing her. Because that's like, you know. She's not the only one choosing. She's not just choosing them. They're choosing her. Very cute. So then the next week, it's hometown visits. Where she goes to each one of their homes to meet their friends and family. So she starts off with Luke, who they don't have the money to fly her to Normandy, which is like not normandy i think it is like by normandy it's not normandy exactly but it's like near there Mm -hmm. um they don't have the money to fly her there so that she just goes to new york city Mm -hmm. shout out um where his is where that's where he works obviously as a chef and and whatnot Mm -hmm. so she meets with his friends and two of the people she meets with are girls that he has passed like hooked up with slash slash dated what yes Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. L- gotta love that. Um, B is not thrilled for obvious reasons. Yeah. And tells this to Luke, but you know, he's he's just like, well, I didn't realize that like, that was gonna like be such a like big deal, you know, blah blah blah, whatever, you know, bunch of bullshit. They end up like getting into like kind of like a bit of a heated argument. And like, have a huge, like, heated makeout session because it's just like so. For her? Yeah, in the moment. And then then she's off to go and see Wyatt at his hometown. And at Wyatt in
1: Wyoming.
0: Wyatt in Wyoming. So, with Wyatt, we see him with his family. His mom is like super excited. Because, you know, she just really wants to see him get married. His father has passed away. Aww. Yeah. And he's got, I think, one sister, I think. And they, you know, talk about that for a little bit. And then he, like, takes her out onto, like, the, the farm. And production has some sort of, like, issue. Like, the power goes out or something. And... This is when we find out that Wyatt is actually, like, ace aroma- uh, like aromantic.
1: What is that? Oh, I'm sorry. What
0: does that mean? So he doesn't experience sexual attraction or romantic attraction.
1: So then what the fuck are you doing on that show?
0: Yeah. I th- so basically he's on the show because he, he just figured, like, maybe he hadn't met the, like the right person yet. And he thought maybe going on the show would, like, be some, like, kind of kismet,
1: you know? Yeah, okay, so I would like to flip my mm -hmm. men. And when you said that, I was like... (laughs) I feel like Matthew Gray Goobler would definitely be more of an asexual type. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Chris Evans would definitely introduce me to Jenny Slate um, because they're, (laughs) like, best friends or something. Oh, boy. So we're definitely going to switch that. Luke is Chris and Wyatt is Matthew Gray Goobler because you can't just say Matthew. It's Matthew Gray Goobler. You have to say the whole name.
0: So, yeah, Wyatt basically proposes to, to, like, be that, listen, like, you can keep me on as kind of, like, a safety, you know, like, maybe you'll fall in love with someone, and that's great, like, I would love that for you, but if you don't, you know, I wouldn't mind spending my life with you, you know, we could we could make each other happy, because mm-hmm. he really cares for her, and, and she really cares for him, because he makes her feel safe, you know, mm-hmm. which I thought was, like, a really sweet moment, like he cares about her and cares about like her having some sort of happiness in her life. So that, that ends Wyatt's hometown visit. Yeah. Then we go to Asher who like has her sit in on one of his classes, which I thought was like such a weird scene. Cause she like answers a, cl- a question in class, but I'm like, um, if my professor brought in a whole camera crew to class, I would probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> like sir please i am sir it is
1: eight o'clock in the morning
0: literally like just imagine you're sitting in her 8 a.m and suddenly there's a whole ass camera crew there like yeah uh... not today
1: satan not today (laughs) exactly who do you think quickly who do you think
0: would be the most likely out of your college professors to bring in a camera crew
1: out of our grads or all of them
0: all four like all like undergrad and grad
1: Karen for grad. <laughs> I was going to say Karen. <laughs> I love Karen. I love that woman. She was my thesis um, advisor and an icon. My The only Karen in my world that I like. Um, undergrad, I'd have to think about that. Honestly, I- what's her face? Are, um, Dylan? non-fiction. Oh, um... Uh, I was just drinking from the mug that she gave us.
0: Um, oh, fuck! Yes, I know you're talking about Laura. No! not Laura. Lo-
1: uh, Loomis, or Loomis. Loomis. Yes. yes! Loomis. Yeah, she would have done that. She loves the like, arts.
0: I feel like there's another uh, professor I had in my associate's degree who was um her last name was Williams she definitely would have done this for sure but anyways so <laughs> he brings her back home and introduces her to Linus and Gwen Linus of course like loves her instantly because they're a queen he's a yes. he's a queen like i mean taste Am I Taste, right? Yes. Gwen is obviously a little more hesitant because she's a Ravenclaw queen, much like myself.
1: Yes. And can't relate, I'm a Hufflepuff.
0: <laughs> Gwen like grills her about like why she's here and, and you know just just nonstop questions. And and she's very like observant for a 12-year-old. Like I feel like I would not have been asking these questions at 12. <laughs> And Bees tells her like about this this touching story because um, Gwen and Linus's mom left them, like just up and left. Yeah. Like, so they only have their dad now. So Gwen or B tells him the story about how like her dad left them, and how she had a stepdad who you know really loved her and was influential in her life, mm-hmm. and that kind of like wins Gwen over, and ends the the family dinner on a high note. And love that. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure actually in Morocco, Asher and her kiss. So that's steamy. I think they Ooh. kiss again during this home visit too, because mm-hmm. it goes so well, but there's a lot of kissing in this book, so I can't really keep up with everything, you know? Yes. So then we we end off with Sam, who is a twenty four year old, you know, guy who still lives at home. And Hey No no no, like We'll get into it, don't worry. So he brings her to the like gym where he coaches the girls' basketball team, and they do a fashion show for her, which I think is really cute because they she likes fashion, and, you know, is a fashion blogger. So the girls from the team put on a fashion show for her, and it's really cute. And then she goes and has dinner with his family, and his parents are, like, ragging on him for, like, living at home still. yeah. And um, like, t- like they make like these comments that are like just so insensitive, and they're, like asking B if she's ready to support him and, and stuff, and it's just like
1: her pa- his parents he such are saying bad that? vibes. His parents, his parents,
0: yeah, his parents are saying that about him.
1: What what does he do for a living?
0: He doesn't really do anything right now because he's Ew, like he just no. he's trying to figure it out, you know. He coaches bas- the, bas- the basketball team. He did teach for America. And he's just he's 24. He just got out of college. He's like just trying to figure it out, you know?
1: hmm
0: But I just felt bad for the kid, you know? Yeah. I should mention, by the way, I don't know if this will change anything. It really didn't change anything for me other than how I pictured them in my head. Uh, Sam is black. Asher is um an Asian man.
1: Doesn't change anything for me, but it's good to know.
0: Yeah, just I guess if you want to picture them in your head, in the book they make some sort of comment about Sam looking kind of like Michael uh, B. Jordan, which, like, honestly, Michael B. Jordan's pretty hot, so honestly, I wouldn't be mad at that. So me exactly. So at the end of this hometown visit, Sam tells B that she that he loves her. Uh oh, so, I know. Spaghettio! I know. Tell me about it. So at the end of this this week's round she's feeling really conflicted, and at first she tells luke that he's gonna go home but then like backpedals and wyatt like come like basically comes forward and is like hey listen b is being very good friend to me and like we like we respect each other and love each other as friends but i am ace and uh aromantic and that's just not how it is between us. And she's yeah. trying to protect me because she's a good friend. So he ends up leaving.
1: Uh, bye, Matthew Grey Gubler. I know. So sad. <laughs> so we go off to, to Paris, Paris. my god, with, Luke's hometown.
0: Yeah. Well, kind of.
1: Home I mean, his home country.
0: <laughs> so we're left with Luke, Sam, and Asher. So, like, we're getting down to it now. So... Sam is like the first date. They go on like a hot air balloon, and he's terrified of heights, so that's kind of like
1: humorous.
0: (laughs) And of course, now that they're down to the final three, she has the option to spend a night with all of them. Apparently. Oh
1: my god! Uh, the honey, the not the honeymoon suite.
0: The private suite.
1: It's some. It's called something else on Bachelor, but yes.
0: It's basically that. A private hotel room.
1: Yes. Where they all fuck. If you get to that scene if you get to that stage of the show, you're gonna fuck.
0: Right. So they get back to the hotel they have a great night. Like a, a it's great a fantasy date. suite. Sorry. I just thought oh, of it. That's right. So they have a great date, whatever, and they get back to the hotel room and Sam tells her, like, hey, like I really respect you and like I want you to know that I'm in this like for the right reasons. So therefore, like I'm gonna opt to like spend the night alone. Mm-hmm. And so, Sam's doing it, like, out of, to, like, prove that he loves her and stuff, but B kind of chooses, she, like, sees it as, like, oh, he doesn't want to sleep with me because he's repulsed by me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. So then she goes on the date with Asher, and they just kind of, like, walk around and uh, sightsee from what I understand.
1: hmm
0: And they, you know, talk about, you know, what it, their life might be like and, and whatnot, and she t- opens up and tells him about Ray and how he really hurt her. He opens up and tells her about his ex-wife who, like, fucking up and left them. Yeah. So they just, you know, have, like, a soul-bearing session. And um, Asher tells her that he also, like, is not going to spend a night with her, even though he had a great time with her. You know, they, they've they kissed and whatnot. And he, he really likes her, but like he's not going to spend a night with her on national television when he has two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was like totally valid. Like, I get it. Like that, mm. that's what I would do too if I were in his position. But she, of course, takes that as like, you know, oh, he doesn't want to like be with me because he's repulsed by me because she has like a lot of self-esteem issues. And as much as she's like a fashion influencer, plus size blogger, she still has like a lot of internalized body image issues, you know? Yeah, 100%. As, right, as you do. And so then we go to Luke, and they go to some like grand, grandiose like ball or in like banquet or something of that sort. So mm-hmm. they go to this whole thing, and, and she starts feeling like kind of like uneasy and like sick for some reason. And they like end up sitting down and, and kind of like talking it out because she's been kind of weary about Luke, about like whether or not he's in it for the right reasons like he says she's beautiful he says he likes her and like thinks she's beautiful beautiful but he's also just gives her like you know she's just not sure about him because he's a chef and he's yeah trying to open up his own restaurant and and whatnot and this could open up a lot of doors for him so they talk about that and they end up actually going back to the 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 fantasy suite but it's not called fantasy suite yeah and banging yes (laughs) dreams do come true exactly so they they you know bang whatever the next the next day she wakes up he's not there he's probably gone back to his room it's it's the the kiss-off ceremony and she goes off to find lauren to like ask like talk to her about like what she should do because she obviously finds her with luke she does she literally finds luke and lauren banging
1: Chris Evans would never.
0: So that guts her. Obviously, she's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we were just banging less than 24 hours ago. You're not going to wait? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty dick. No pun intended. That's right. So she she ends up, like, at the kiss-off ceremony. She sends home Luke, but she doesn't say why, because, like, mm-hmm. you know. She's obviously super hurt, because she did really like Luke, because they have a super physical, obviously, like, a really physical connection. Mm -hmm. And so she sends him home, but just you wait. They have another twist in store, the production team. They bring in Ray. Why? Because he's been contacting the production team all season, and they decide to bring bring back this man from B's past because he feels like, she would choose him if she knew that he was reaching out to them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what the
0: fuck? So Richard. <laughs> yeah, he comes on and Asher is like, Wait, this is the guy that you like, was, like you had feelings for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because Ray he knows him. No, he doesn't. No. He Ray reveals that he was engaged, and B had not told Asher that. That she, she had slept with an engaged man, which, like, in Asher's defense is, like, not the greatest thing. Like, should you really be sleeping with a man who's engaged? Should the engaged man be sleeping with other women? No. Like. Yeah. It's, it's
1: not a good thing. On- Plus, it's none of Asher's business. None of
0: Asher's but business. It isn't. It- like, I totally am with, B. like, it's, I just, it's like a messy situation, but, like, I don't know. It's it's in the past. <laughs> it happened before the show, it happened before him. No judgment. Right. So Asher walks off because he's super fucking pissed. So now we're just left with Sam and Ray. So um basically B like ha- she's, she just is like very freaked out about Ray being there and just like mm-hmm. very discombobulated. So she convinces Lauren to let to get Marin on Skype. And her and Marin talk, and Marin is telling her not to go back to Ray because he's a piece of shit who treats her like garbage, right? And it's just bad news because Marin is a real one. And Marin, so basically, B gets mad at Marin for telling her the facts, and like hangs up on her, even though Marin just wants the best for her. And she goes out on a date with Ray to, like, hear him out and hear what he has to say. And basically, Ray spouts all this bullshit. Oh, it makes me so mad. He (laughs) spouts all this bullshit about, like, how he wasn't ready to, like, be in a relationship with her. And basically, all it comes down to is that he wasn't, like, he couldn't accept that he loved, like, a fat woman. Like, that's what it comes down to. Because men
1: ain't shit. Exactly. That
0: was, like, a nice high note. All comes down to just like his internalized like fat phobia,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it just pisses me off because like, you you were best friends with B. You couldn't just see past that. You were yeah. horrible. So, she has that date with Ray. He ends up proposing to her on this what? date.
1: What? Yeah, I he was
0: engaged. No, he broke off. Sorry, I should have mentioned this. He broke off the engagement to go on the show to win B back. Ugh off so we then like flash forward to the reunion special and we find out that b has not accepted either one of like she did not pick either one like sam or
1: Mm -hmm. ray
0: and basically i'm like gonna summarize the reunion special that they like talk about because i really feel like who cares (laughs) so uh luke is gonna be on like main squeeze mansion which i think is like bachelor in paradise basically yeah And he's still with, like, Lauren. Lauren's making him, like, the next big thing. Which is, like, okay, weird, but whatever.
1: I say as I drown my drink.
0: Mood. Sam is going to be the next Bachelor. Down my
1: drink. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: Oh, man. Sam?
1: Sam is going to be the next next... Bachelor,
0: yeah. I would have chosen Asher. Asher would not come onto the show because... He just re- flat out refused. He's still a pussy ass bitch. Um, she's not talked to Ray since. She's like blocked his number, his email. Like, he can't get in contact with her. Good. He, she does. She's like I'm done with him. Like this chapter of my life is closed. And we basically end the book with Asher, like like a like a third person perspective of, um, Asher and his kids, and his kids are like dad like. Be, is like really sad that you didn't show up at, at this reunion like mm-hmm. you should really go after her and he basically end up ends up doing that and catches her at the um, LACMA the art museum that they mm-hmm. went to for like their first one on one date and they basically like get together there and then they have an epilogue and in the epilogue she's like working for Vogue and he is getting Ugh, like tenure at like <sighs> yeah <laughs> Oops. I think she's
1: at Teen Vogue, actually. But yeah, okay. we love Lauren Conrad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone watched The Hills, you know that she interned for Teen Vogue. Get out of here. Continue. And then,
0: um, so
1: she yeah, she's looking, working for Teen Vogue. He's
0: working, he's like trying to get tenure at Columbia, I think. And he proposes to her at the end of the book. And that is the end of One to Watch.
1: Wow. Yes. Wow, wow, wow.
0: I know. There's a lot to unpack there.
1: Yes, for real. That sounds like a fantastic book though. We love the internalized fat phobia.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of like the main character is a little annoying at times because she's so insecure and like I understand that mind like set, but she's also supposed to be like a really big blogger and like in like plus-size blogger and influencer. So I feel like she at 30 Maybe she'd be a little farther Mm -hmm. along in her, like,
1: self-love journey. You know what I mean? That sounds fun, honestly. Shocked to the ending of my saga with Matthew Gray Gugler and Chris Evans. Um, (laughs)
0: I know, you didn't end up with either one of them. I
1: know. I'd just like to point out that neither man would ever do that to me. All other men, questionable. (laughs) Thomas Gibson? Maybe. (laughs) But... Maybe that's hotch on criminal minds if any of you are fans <laughs> well that's
0: yeah i don't can know can i just say
1: that bottle that i sent you yeah i literally have maybe two cups like two cups left oh my God. and let me see i have one more i want to say this is mine. um for the people listening this is probably like a, what like a liter bottle yeah probably i would yeah. say so um i'll maybe i'll put it on instagram okay yeah i would i would suggest that yeah yeah you should put your book of the month up on instagram like i, I will i will i promise yeah as you guys saw if you follow us on instagram i got my book of the month uh, i got my book of the month book maybe that's the one i'll do next week i have plethora of books on my nightstand staring at me that i need to get started for next week i already have my next one so <laughs> holy shit i hate you but, like, I'm really proud of myself because I'm definitely, obviously, going to be reading more this year, um, more than I did last year. Which, right.
0: Like, well, that's all we can ask for, isn't it? Yes. But you can find
1: us on Twitter and Instagram, PookaholicsPod. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter at HBI and Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me at Alicia Reads13 on
0: Goodreads or on Storygraph, Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one. (laughs) Bye.